1: mark today is kind of like your super bowl because your philadelphia right. eagles are in action today so what's like the pre-game uh routine or you know early in the day how are you prepping for this game are you someone that gets nervous before your team plays and like a lot of pacing you gotta occupy your mind with projects around the house things like that until game time
0: i am i gotta stay busy like i don't want to think about it too much especially with the state the eagles are in right like it's like You know, I couldn't be more nervous for this game for them. Everything seems to be spiraling out of control, right? You know, there's, you know, Jalen Hurts and his hand issues, his finger issues. A.J. Brown's not going to be playing in the game. So it doesn't have the same punch that it usually does just because of, you know, the way the team's been playing coming into this. There's, you know, pretty low expectations across the board, I think. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so Eagles win um, 11 of their first 12 games, and then they end the season losing five of their last six. And it feels to me like, Mark, um, as the season went on, like early on, they they looked – great i mean a lot of people including myself were like okay the eagles are going to be able to make another run back to the super bowl um the the loss of both coordinators really not affecting them that much as the season went on it felt like the loss of those two quarter coordinators both offensive and defensive coordinators um really has affected them down the stretch like is that where we're seeing some of their issues is is just, you know, different personnel, both play calling on both sides of the ball and, and how that's changing as the season has gone on and then players have been banged up and more variables come in. Those aspects are highlighted a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's always a, a combination of things, but I think the coordinators, they're definitely missing. I mean, they're definitely missing like, on offense and on defense, you know, without Gannon. To decide you know that didn't work so then they hand over the reins to Patricia uh that's never a good sign so you know when you have <laughs> to make a change like that in season you know so but I think the real story is like when we look at this game and, and handicapping this team and what can we you know expect the real story to me is the defense is just completely out of gas and I know that sounds like an excuse and it sounds like um you know they're pros they should you know have condi- proper conditioning and not run out of gas but The defense, when you look at how they're built, built heavy on the pass rush, right? That's kind of like the foundation of the defense. And it's a combination of young players like Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis who haven't played a lot of snaps historically because, you know, Jalen Carter, it's first year in the league. Jordan Davis was more of like a third down kind of specialist guy. And, And a combination of that and aging veterans, right? So, you know, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, those guys, you know, one year older. And you just look like when they went through that grinder of the schedule where they played Buffalo, Miami, Kansas City, San Francisco, Dallas twice, like all in a row, they just never recovered from that. Like if you look at like PFF pass rushing grade, um, 80.5 on the season. But if you look at the last two weeks, 60 and 61. So a huge drop off. Same thing with tackling grade, 68.2 for the season last two weeks. 49 to 51 right so um and that tells me like you know not getting the pass rush when i look at that data it tells me that team's just out of gas like you know what i mean like the tackling's poor not getting the pass rush and i think that's what you see so when your defense is built on the pass rush getting home they re-signed both corners in the offseason we knew those guys were aging slay and bradbury another year older it's just a a bad combination right so you know so I, i think that there's no solution for that. Like, you can call whatever plays you want. The guys are spent. The guys are spent. Like, I don't know how much they had to give. Um, so that's really the challenge here. I bet Tampa team total over 20 and a half for that reason. Um, I think they're going to score points. We saw Tyrod Taylor put up 300 yards passing, uh, you know, against just defense last week. Giants scored 24 points, so um, I I don't see any reason why Baker Mayfield can't do the same. I think when you look at the Eagles and can they win this game, I think they can, but they're going to have to score a lot of points to do it. Now you got Hurts, you know, injured finger, A.J. Brown, not there. So that's going to be the interesting part is see if this offense can, you know, really propel them to victory.
1: Yeah, when the pass rush is not there like it typically is, all of a sudden everything else kind of starts to fall apart a little bit or is just not quite as successful. Um, doesn't have that successful. much success. Successful, that's the word I was looking for. Like, more, what coffee, in the world? more coffee, more <laughs> coffee. Literally my brain just shut down mid halfway through that word. I just couldn't get it out. Thank you. Uh, successful. Um, especially like the secondary for lack of a better term, sucks, right? I mean, one of the worst secondaries mm-hmm. in the NFL, giving up a ton of passing yards. Uh, so I think I'm gonna have to target some of the Bucks receivers today. I mean, even mm-hmm. I mean Mike Evans, always someone that I like to play on, but Chris Godwin, I know he was a little banged up. He practiced on Saturday, but he's his his number is at like 54 and a half receiving yards. I think you have to go over that. He's hit this mark in four of his last five games. And the Eagles have allowed the second most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers this year. 85 to uh, uh, Wondell Robinson in week 18. 82 to Greg Dortch in week 17. 90 to Darius Slayton in week 16. Like, it's just not not great for the Eagles. So, I'm going to stay away from the side here even though i think tampa bay is unfortunately mark hate to say this to you live to win this game outright but targeting the bucks receivers is is going to be how i kind of approach this game just prop wise you
0: ready Showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy
1: he's doing later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions Yeah.
0: A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I like that look because, you know, one of the changes the Eagles made on defense going into this game is that They, you know, moved Avante Maddox, who's their, you know, slot nickel guy, moved him to safety to try and get some help, you know, at the safety position. So, um, you know, they're not going to have Maddox there, you know, manning the slot. So I think that, you know, Godwin could definitely, uh, you know, take advantage of that. So I think it's pretty solid luck.
1: Baker Mayfield resurrected his career, I guess, within the last year and in Tampa Bay this past season. I had kind of written Baker off, never really thought he was all that great of a quarterback or could be someone who would lead his team uh, to a deep, deep playoff run. I'm still not sure that he's going to be able to do it with Tampa Bay, but he's certainly given himself uh, a longer shelf life in the NBA, especially as a starter with how he's played this season. Like, what, what do you think the biggest difference from the Baker we've seen in previous years to the Baker that we're seeing this year uh, positioning the Bucks in the playoffs right now?
0: Yeah, I I mean, I think you're seeing him mature a little bit. Obviously, he's had a good year. I I think it also helps when you're throwing to guys like Mike Evans, right? You know what I mean? I mean, he's got some weapons there in Tampa Bay, and I think that that, you know, really has helped him out. And I think that he's a guy that, you know, is probably, you know, a starter in the league. He's proven that, you know, is he a guy that can lead you to a Super Bowl? Probably not, but he's a starter who can have success. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that he's, you know, probably like in that you know bottom half of the league as far as starters but you put the right weapons around them and you know you never know he could you know pull out a couple wins here in the playoffs
1: especially with Todd Bowles as your head coach I mean what he's done is kind of impressive uh speaking yeah. of head coaches does um uh do the Eagles think about making a move at the head coaching position if they don't win tonight There's been some talk of that. Yeah,
0: I I don't know. It's a great question. And you're hearing those rumblings. And usually when there's smoke, there's fire. You know what I mean? And I think that the biggest problem with Nick Sirianni and the job that he's done this year, you know, the the team is spiraling out of control. But um, even more so, you're hearing like Javon Hargrave came out and said that the big difference between like San Francisco and Philadelphia is how hard they work in practice now in san francisco like that doesn't bode well for the head coach like that's the last thing you want to hear when a team's spiraling that they don't work hard in practice um you know we know in the nfl it's a balance right we especially if you have a veteran team uh but that that the i don't i when, once i heard that i'm like wow like maybe maybe sirianni is on the hot seat a little bit like if they do you know end up losing you know and going out in the first round at the starting 10 and one. And the other part about it is it's going to depend on who's available, right? Like if, you know, a guy like Bill Belichick wants to come to Philadelphia, you know, do they take a shot with him? Um, you know, I think that would make a ton of sense, right? You know, you, the offense has a lot of talent, you know, so you think you can get production there and the defense has been the big problem this year, 30th in the NFL um, or 31st in the NFL and passing yards allowed. So a guy like Belichick will definitely shore that up. And then, you know, if you put Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown and, And all those weapons on a team with a solid defense you know you you could be cooking you know we saw last year how that turns out they went to the Super Bowl almost beat the Chiefs so um it's going to depend a lot on who's available what their options are I think that's always a big part of it um I I like Sirianni I think he's done a decent job but when you got to be able to stop the bleeding in these types of situations and if he can't you know and I I think that's going to be a real problem for him if he wants to keep his job
1: well, yeah, I mean, stopping the bleeding. the Eagles are basically bleeding out right now. They need some yep. like some sort of plug immediately if they want uh, any life left in the postseason. And yeah, to hear that a team isn't practicing hard at practice uh, in the NFL, like excuse me, that's a massive red flag if I'm the the ownership within the Eagles. Especially, that's one thing if your team is winning consistently and, you know, maybe practices are a little lighter because you're playing so hard on Sundays and the the guys are banged up. Like, that's one thing. But to be losing five of your last six games and then reports come out that you're not practicing hard or taking those moments as seriously as you should, like that, that right there is a massive red flag, especially if Philly doesn't get the job done tonight in Tampa Bay
0: yeah i think that the comparison he used uh, i'm trying to remember from the article so uh, but i think he said that like san francisco is more like heat culture like in miami in the nba where like philadelphia is more like the golden state warriors where like hey they have these talented guys and they're just kind of going to rely on their talent and go through the motions and it's a little more laid back where it's like san francisco it's it's work you know what i mean it's it's you know they're driven to succeed um and they put the time in and practice and you know, you know the old saying in the NFL, every coach will tell you, like, you know, what you do on practice is what you do on the field. What the Eagles are doing on the field is very ugly right now. So um, I'm sure they've ramped up practices this week, but it's going to need to pay off if they, you know, if he wants to keep his job.
1: For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM.
0: Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.